Button. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we continue our preseason high school football preview uh, today and with my guest, the head coach at Middletown High School, Mr. Colin DeLauder. Coach, always a pleasure to talk football with you, and glad you could take some time to be with us today. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Indeed. I know this seems... Uh, as time, everybody says time flies, and certainly has uh, when we talk about this being your seventh season now at Middletown High School, uh, which kind of probably takes you back a, a little, a step or two. <laughs> um, but that's for sure. <laughs> looking at last year, a very competitive year, you end up nine and four overall. Unfortunately, lost to a, a Ken Island team, 14-7, in the state semifinal, one game away from going to Annapolis. What was your takeaway from last season, Coach? Um, you know, last season, uh, we that's, that's a great question. Last season, um, there was a lot of takeaways. Uh, number one, uh, we had a very, very uh, difficult schedule for being, you know, a 2A school uh, playing, uh, you know, very high caliber Frederick County schedule. Uh, we played against tough teams week after week, and that really prepared us for the playoffs. Um, you know, it, it, and you know how how the play, playoff system is set up now. Everybody makes the playoffs, so you know it's not as uh, daunting as in years past when you get that second loss and all of a sudden your your hopes for playoffs are, you know, kind of up in the air. Right. Um, so. You know, we, we started off the season um, with, with some missing pieces, and we had a lot of young guys step up um, in key areas, and they really became, you know, strong football players and, and strong teammates and strong leaders, and they kind of, you know, worked together and carried themselves through the postseason. And, you know, like, like you said, we were very close uh, to making it back to uh, Raven State – I'm sorry, back to Annapolis uh, for the state championship game uh, just a couple plays away. And uh, so, you know – uh, to kind of sum up your question there, the takeaways um, that I saw is we had a lot of guys step up in key positions, uh, learn how to become great teammates, and learn how to become uh, great football players. Real quick point to Coach. It's always uh, – I know it's a very special place in your heart for sure. You had the pleasure of playing at Middletown and playing on a state championship team and then coming back and coaching at your – uh, alum and winning a state title as a coach at your school. That's got to be uh, a very special place for you. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it really is. Middletown, um, you know, Middletown football in so many ways has shaped my life and impacted my life so much. And I've kind of grown up through it. I, I was a water boy in 2002 when uh, they went to the state finals team and I was a water boy all the way through. And then I played, got to play high school football and then, uh, when I was away from college, uh, or when I was away for college, um, you know, I really missed it, and I always kept in touch. And then when I got the opportunity to come back and coach, um, just kind of been with me, you know, through every phase of my life. Uh, the year that we uh, were fortunate enough to win a state championship, my wife and I had our first child. Wow! Uh, during the season, and it was, you know, it's just kind of been special how it's been. You know, pretty much at every phase of my life, Middletown football has been there, so it's very, very special to me. Was it early on, uh, as you were growing up, Colin, that this the the light bulb went off as to what you were looking to do for a career? Um, actually, it was my senior year of high school. 
Um, I was I was an okay student. I always did enough to make the honor roll. I could have always worked harder, um, but <laughs> we I was having that. a conversation <laughs> with uh, the form, uh, former head coach Warren Rodnauer in class one day. I had a strength training class with him, and he asked me what I wanted to do after high school. And I told him, I said, you know, I said I, I just I can't stand school. I said I'm just <laughs> not a great, you know, I'm an okay student. I said, but I really can't see sitting in a classroom for four more years. I said, I, I think I want to go in the military. And he's, you know, he said, that's a, that's a great thing. It's an honorable thing to want right. to go in the military. And I'm really proud of you for thinking that. He said, but you have an opportunity to play college football. And he said, you know, college football is for the next four years. The military could be any other time after that. And that kind of got my wheels turning. And so I, I went to college. And uh, my first semester, I signed up to be a business major. I don't know why. <laughs> and I took one business class. And thinking back to all the times that I had with Coach Rodnauer and other coaches and in, in, in football to realize I don't want to be a business teacher. I want to be a PE teacher or, a, or in business. I want to be a PE teacher and be a coach. And uh, pretty much then, um, I, it's pretty much what I always knew I wanted to do. Uh, but it pretty much took that one business class class to convince me that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> uh, you know, that's, uh, that's strange. Uh, things happen for a reason, Kyle. I'm a firm believer in that. So you you were meant to take that business course to get you back on course. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Looking at this year, Coach, you lost, you know, some v- real good players from last year, certainly Carson uh, being one of them. And, by the way, very quickly, how's he doing at West Point? Uh, he's doing really well. Uh, they just started, I believe, two days ago uh, for football. He's been up there since June. He went through his uh, basic training um, and all that uh, cadet entry uh, stuff. Um, but I believe this is day two for football for the freshman, and I think he's doing really well. So Very good. So t- taking from what you, you said earlier, what are the expectations or what are you looking for uh, with this year's squad? Um, you know, we have a saying, uh, Middletown, and it's finish 14. Um, so what that means is, uh, you know, it takes obviously 14 games uh, to get to a state championship game, but we want to finish uh, that game as a winner. Um, so, you know, that's kind of our mantra. So that's always our expectation. You know, that's always our main goal. Uh, we want to finish as state champions um, through the you know, at the end of the season, uh, we do know, you know, there's a lot of pieces, uh, that need to come together in terms of, you know, more younger guys needing to step up. That's kind of the trend year after year. Uh, they need to become, you know, great football players, great teammates, like the younger guys learned last year. Um, you know, we, we know we have a very, uh, tough demanding schedule again, uh, this year that's really going to prepare us for the playoffs. And, uh, so we're just kind of looking forward. Uh, to kind of, you know, learning learning ourselves in the first few weeks and, and really getting things clicking as we move on through our schedule. And then certainly, as every coach will uh, talk about when, when I'm discussing the, the each football season is, uh, and you mentioned it earlier, and it certainly comes into play, is the teams you match up and have to play here in Frederick County. That's right. That's right. We, uh, you know, really uh, blessed to to be in such a football rich area. Uh, sure makes it tough as a coach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know, everybody wants to win every game you play, um, but that's a, a very tough, tough task uh, to be able to do in Frederick County. But I'll tell you what, it really prepares us for later on down the road in the playoffs. Indeed, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best, uh, as they say. Right. Don't get a chance to to do it a lot, but. 
I always want to ask the coaches to talk about their staff a little because uh, they're they're uh, certainly the right people around you to help make that uh, program go. Absolutely, um, you know the staff is just unquestioned. I, I just feel so blessed uh, to have these guys around. Um, not only are they so knowledgeable, um, but what makes it really fun is that we are all friends and we're all on the same page and we just work really well together and they work so hard uh, for the students. And um, as you know, uh, you experienced it, experienced it yourself. Uh, we do not make a lot of money uh, for all the time <laughs> no. that we put in. No, and, indeed. you know, not, one, not one guy on the staff ever complains about that. And, you know, everybody shows up with a smile. Uh, first person I want to talk about is uh, Ryan Cutsale. Uh, he's the D-line, offensive line coach. Um, he has, um, you know, he played at Middletown High School mm-hmm. uh, on that 2002 state championship team. He was defensive player a year for Frederick County that year. Uh, he just um, is is an outstanding guy. Um, you know, year after year, he comes back to Middletown football with great energy, uh, you know, preaching the toughness, uh, the physicality uh, that Middletown, you know, cornerstones itself on. Um, and he's just a guy who, you know, selflessly gives himself to Middletown football uh, year after year, um, as well as Michael Pritz. He's our offensive coordinator. Um, you know, he, he was uh, a quarterback on the 2011 and 2000, I'm sorry, 2010 and 2011 uh, state championship teams. 2010 was the state final team. Um, you know, he's another guy. Uh, he actually, you talking about how, you know, things happen for a reason. He started out um, in accounting in college. Uh, he graduated, uh, was, was in the mortgage business, and uh, he came to coach for a year. And he found out that his true calling was teaching. So he went back to school, became a teacher, and now he's, you know, teaching in the county and he's coaching basketball as well. And he's just a guy who selflessly uh, gives himself to the to the young student athletes uh, to Middletown year after year and day after day, um, as well as Scott Stoudemire, who was, uh, you know, such yes. a huge impact uh, for the NBAA or youth program. Um, he's uh, he's a coach for us as well. Um, he was with the youth program for 25-plus years, uh, helped Coach Ambrose, yep. uh, Coach Rodnauer, Coach Lenat out in so many different ways um, that they were coaching. And he's with us as well, as well as uh, Joe Roth, uh, Chris Peroni, Tim Peroni, both former players uh, and brothers. Uh, we have uh, Chris Dillon, who's a former player, our head JV coach, uh, Dan Coleman, um, and uh, uh, Zach Welch, a uh, former player. So we're just, you know, really, really blessed with – so many former players that, you know, Middletown football just means so much to them and, and they give back to their community through coaching. Just a, a very cool thing. It, it is, Coach, and, and you, you're right. It, you, to have those kind of people around you just makes everything click and makes that your job uh, easier as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm very blessed. Looking at... Now you've been in the biz, as they say, for seven. This is your seventh season. What uh, have you noticed, or what are you finding out? Are some some valuable keys in order for a program to be consistent and competitive? Oh, that's a great question. Um, Number one, I think, is the attitude of the players, Um, and you know, where does that come from? In my opinion. Um, it comes from it comes from the players themselves year after year. 
Um, I think here at Middletown, we're in a unique situation because our youth program aligns uh, so strongly with our uh, high school program. Uh, you know, that winning, um, you know, that hard, hard-nosed football, the winning attitude, that's bred into these guys from a very young age. And every year they, they come uh, to the high school, or they come to football, you know, expecting the win. Um, and that's a very, very important aspect. Um, you know, I've been involved with football programs before um, where winning was not the expectation, and it was a very difficult thing for me to be around. Um, so that is definitely one attitude for the guys. The other thing uh, for me is, um, you know, for the players to understand how to win. And what I mean by that is the teamwork aspect. Uh, once guys realize that, you know, they, they give their maximum effort, not for their self, but, but for their team, man, that is a really special thing. And that's when championship teams are formed, uh, when guys just go out there play after play and lay it all out on the line. And it just means so much to them. Um, that they are willing to do anything for their teammates and anything to win. And that's just a you know, really special thing that happens when you get guys that, that want to play together and want to win. And um, so I think it all pretty much comes down to the attitude of the players, which stems from success in the program and success at a young age. Gotcha. Couldn't agree with you more. Um, along the same lines as far as you now – being a head coach is going to your seventh season. Well, what have you learned about Coach DeLauder? <laughs> um, that's funny. I feel like I'm learning more stuff all the time. Um, you know, my life has changed a lot in the seven seasons um, that I've been here. I've uh, I became married, uh, have two children, um, moved into new homes, bought homes, then, you know, all, all types of stuff, and uh, one thing um, that I'm learning definitely even more year after year is to just kind of slow down and enjoy each day because you're going to blink and it's going to be seven more years, and it's, it just goes by so fast. And uh, so that's that's one thing I'm I'm really learning is to just kind of slow down, take every you know take it day by day, um, enjoy every aspect of it. Um, I try uh, you know really hard to balance. Uh, you know, family life and football. And I think that um, is is really healthy for me, and I think it's healthy for the players, and I think it's healthy, healthy for the other coaches in terms of you need time to get away and you need time to focus on yourself and your family uh, and not be football 24-7. Um, so, you know, those are, those are things that uh, I've learned about myself over the years that make me enjoy it even more. I, I understand that completely. Uh... Colin and and you know you 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 say it and I'm sure so many other coaches and it doesn't matter what sport um, it seems to be really uh, things change for anyone who all of a sudden is now have a, has a family your whole your your priorities change and and your whole way of looking at things change absolutely absolutely I couldn't agree more. You know, then that, for the better, obviously. I mean, you know, that's yep. it gives you it really puts things in perspective. It sure does. You know, and that's that's what we sometimes find out. And I I, I couldn't agree more with with that statement. Looking at now, you've been in seven, and you say you blink, and it's going to be seven more. What is there anything you see, or you hope to see, or uh, the plans you may have for the future of Milltown football? Um, you know, I, I, 
what I really hope to see is just a continuation of the tradition that was built before me, um, you know, before my time, I should say, not me, uh, before my time and, and working together with these coaches to continue that tradition. And, and, and you know, I told somebody just the other day, um, we had our, our youth camp um, about two or three weeks ago, and we were kind of talking about aspects of coaching that what we found that we really enjoy that isn't necessarily the winning part of coaching, you know, the mm-hmm. game winning part. Right. And uh, we had our youth camp where we have uh, former players come back and and help, uh, you know, coach the youth players and they referee games and introduce drills with different positions. And we had over 15 guys, wow. young men come back, you know, they took time off of work. Uh, they took time, uh, you know, away from their own families, away from their own fun. And for a week, they showed up for five hours a day, and they just were immersed in Middletown football. And it's just so fun to see, you know, Middletown football meant so much to them and that they're coming back to do that. And that's just really special. And I think that's all part of the tradition. And, you know, that's something that uh, I, you know, really enjoyed seeing. And those are the guys that were, you know, some of our former players um, in even recent years. And to hear them you know, coach up these younger guys, it's almost like they're echoing things that you said a hundred times to them. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's just special. It, it's pretty cool how, you know, kind of comes full circle like that. And that's something that really means a lot to me. Oh, I'm sure it does. It meant a lot to me, and it means a lot to all coaches. You know, the, everybody wants to win, and you want to win state championships, etc. But to me, after being in it in a while, and I finally got to mature and understand it, those relationships and then those players, former players coming back just to tell you something, uh, you can't beat it. There's no, there's no price on that. That's right. That's right. You know, and, and so that's I, I completely get uh, where you're coming from there as far as the, meaning a great deal. I mean, that, just, that's, that says it all right there. As we wind down a little bit, Colin, we're, and then this all, you know, this goes so by, goes by so fast. Um, looking at the playoff format as it now stands, are are we heading in the right direction? Are we making uh, strides uh, where we want to be as far as the playoffs are concerned? You know, my personal opinion um, is I thought we had it right one year. <laughs> I thought in 2019 we hit the nail on the head. And then, of course, we had COVID that came, and, you know, they wanted to change uh, to make it that everybody makes it. And I just don't agree with that. You know, I, right. I don't believe that life works that way where, you know, everybody gets handed a trip to the playoffs, and that's just – so I, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. And that's more than just on a fundamental level. But you look at, uh, you know, the scores across the state mm-hmm. during that first week. Yep. And you have some teams um, – for example, you have a Hancock – or a clear spring. And I'm only, you know, throwing those names out because in recent years, when I look back at the win loss, you know, they have to play against the number one Fort Hill in the, in the 1A West. And, you know, that's just not a fair matchup. And that, in my opinion, that's not the way that somebody's last game of football ever should have to go. And there's actually been in cases where teams have had to forfeit. Um, and I think if you looked across the last two years, that first week, I don't believe that there was one upset in terms of the lowest seed and the highest seed playing or the number two seed, uh, whatever it was. Now, there might have been uh, some upsets with, like, the four and the fives or the sixes and the, and the threes, whatever mm-hmm. it is there. Um, so I don't, I don't think it's, you know, beneficial to the sport of football and to Maryland football. 
Um, and I, I say that for a lot of reasons. One, you know, you have teams who have to play that game and, you know, they get guys hurt in that game mm-hmm. that, you know, that really influence the outcome of future playoff games. Um, you know, that's something that we experienced firsthand uh, when the playoffs uh, were, you know, uh, formatted like this for the first year. Um, you know, I could I could probably go on for, for more time than we have with this. Um, so I thought we had it right in 2019 uh, when, you know, they took uh, all – I'm sorry, all but two teams in each region. Right. Uh, so the last two teams, um, you know, went in uh, for the playoffs. You know, you still had your uh, five playoff rounds, you know. Um, so in my opinion, that was the best way. Right. Um, but, you know, unfortunately we're at, a, we're at a point in time where I think, and I know I'd probably get some flack for saying this, but I'm a man of conviction, so I'm going to tell the truth. <laughs> the state, the state, organization, which we all know its name, I believe is more concerned about gate money, um, you know, than they are doing what is right. (laughs) They get a heck of a lot more games played and and a lot more money collected uh, with that extra week and with all teams playing. So that's kind of what I think it all comes down to, but I'm telling the truth. So. I, I understand that, I Coach, and I and I and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm I can't, can't I don't have an argument for that because you're, yeah. I, I agree with the fact that you know maybe uh, a 500 record or better or something else because you're right. I mean, who wants to? Who's if you're 0 and 10 or 0 and 9 and you got a playoff game? Mm-hmm. You know, you want to go out and get embarrassed one more time. Uh, so, yep. you know, that that comes into play. I like the idea of the two extra classifications that that puts people closer yep. together. I like that. But uh, the other, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. So, uh, unfortunately, we've run out of time, Coach. Thank you again for taking the time to be with us. We'll be there uh at Frederick in that opening game. So I'll see you that evening. Uh, but the best of luck and t- continued success at Middletown High School. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. No problem, Colin. You've been listening to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we'll see you next week.